from the horse capital of the world, the great city of Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, join us as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. Tonight, Red Barn Radio presents a concert performance with Shaylin. Coming up on Red Barn Radio. Coming to shoulders, brown eyes, cropped top shorts, good skin, tight, she's not shy. But she promised you the world for one night. Am I right? Tell me, is she everything you wanted? Is she everything you need? Does she love you like I would? And that she's giving you everything? Yeah. You're such a liar, baby. Didn't think I'd find out. In Nashville, show her off on your Insta cause you're so cool Saw that she'll be moving to the city you should go to She deserves you Yeah, she's everything you wanted Is she everything you need? But she loves you like I would And then she's giving you everything, yeah You're such a liar, baby Didn't think I'd find out how So you're with her, baby I don't have any doubt It's all about the status You just want to be famous Hurting people to make it That's the game And you play it It was always all about you Told me that I just teased you Thought that I had issues <laughs> They're called virtues Yeah, she's everything you wanted Is she everything you need? But she loves you like I wouldn't And she's even Top shorts, good skin, tight, she's not shy Bet she promised you the world for one night Am I right? Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. Lex Arts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. 
We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. Listen locally. Working in concert to encourage everyone to embrace any opportunity to listen locally and engage with each other in a variety of shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. You can learn more about Listen Locally on Facebook, Instagram, and at listenlocally.net. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. I'm Renee Collins, and welcome to Red Barn Radio now in our 17th broadcast season. Tonight is our 614th live concert performance. We are pleased to present a program of great live music with Shaylin. Singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist, Shaylin is a unique and pure act whose faith and desire to impact others inspires her to perform. Her sound has often been compared to Ed Sheeran and Jason Mraz. She is a refreshing young artist who strives to positively impact her listeners through her music. Please welcome Shaylin to the Red Barn stage. Taking turns, taking chances, taking guesses like this is some kind of game. Sick of moving first, getting hurt, making messes, watching every move you make. I don't want to look the fool of playing hard to get, hard to get. I don't want to lose my cool, but I'm so over it, over it. I don't want to look the fool of playing hard. of hearing lies, say it's fine when you text, I'm sorry something came up. Guess I always know. 
Red Barn Radio's Brad Becker. Thanks, Renee. And welcome, Shaylin. Very nice to meet you today. Shaylin's here with their sister, Kaya, and also their good friend, Stephen, playing the cello here. And it's wonderful to have you all on Red Barn. Welcome. Thank you. So first of all, where are you here from? I'm from Rockville, Indiana. It's a super, super small town. I just tell people I'm from Indianapolis because they know where that is. Uh, <laughs> is it actually close enough to the city that you can really say that you're from uh, Indianapolis? No. Or? no, it's like an hour and a half away. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So let's give a nod to your town. Is this a town that you lived in since you were a little person? Yeah, yeah. I was born and raised in Rockville. It's such a cute, cute town. It's very small. There are about 2,000 people. A lot of Amish. I love it. It's a farming, very rural community, and it's huh. it's so cool. It's like, it's compared a lot of times to stepping back in time. I've heard a lot of people say, oh, when you come, come to Rockville, it's like going back in time. It's huh. really cute. <laughs> it doesn't seem really that a, that a lot of folks, when they talk about the Amish communities, that they really know much about them. Were you raised to sort of understand Amish people and their community and their belief systems? Yes, absolutely. Actually, growing up, my neighbors were Amish. I say neighbors, they were at least a mile away, but they were, <laughs> those were our closest neighbors, and they were Amish, and so growing up, we would go over, she and I would, when we were younger, and we would play with the neighbor kids, and they were Amish, but we did that for a little bit. Not, not for very long, but I remember we would go over there sometimes. Well, that sounds kind of cool, and what did you learn as a young person playing with young Amish kids? It's definitely very, very different the way that they believe and the way they see the world. Um, they're, very, they're very faithful people, which is really cool, very, very honest, which I think, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff about the Amish and the way they believe that I think the rest of us should, you know, take notes on because they're, they're really, really great people. I never wanted to say goodbye, but I have to. Never wanted to see you lie where I had to. Never wanted to break inside, but I lost you. I never wanted to say goodbye. I never wanted to write this song, but I have to. Just wanted. Cause I have to And I left this where you belong But we lost you 
In, in a rural setting. Oh, yeah. Why were you living so far away from the rest of humanity? What did you all do out there? <laughs> it was actually pretty cool because I was homeschooled. She's still homeschooled. But growing up in the country like we did, it was really cool because we were able to go out and learn a lot of the stuff, especially science, nature, like hands-on because we lived right out in it. And it was just, it did make it kind of difficult because grocery, like going to the grocery store, it was a huge, like, whole day event and we had to plan and make out this organized list and drive 45 minutes into town to oh, go wow. to the grocery store. Uh, you were not a kid who took regular trips to the mall. Oh no. Were you connected socially like with other kids your age? Oh Pretty yeah well? definitely yeah we were homeschooled but we were part of this homeschool group but a lot of the times we would go with them to field trips and so 
this is this is a very Indiana thing to say, but we went a lot of times. <laughs> Every fall, we would go to this corn maze. Say that one more time. We went to a corn maze. Okay. Oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Sure sure sure. <laughs> yeah. We did educational stuff too, but that was one thing every year that we always looked forward to is going to the corn maze with all of our little homeschool friends. Oh, I love it. I think that, that's, that's a great memory. <laughs> Seems to me like a corn maze, I've been in the corn maze two different times. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot about myself in the corn maze. Yeah, uh, yeah, you get lost. <laughs> <laughs> Namely, lost that I have a, a horrible sense of direction. That's one <laughs> thing I learned about myself. You have to watch for all the signs and make sure you follow them. <laughs> Don't mean to steal all the attention Know you're busy, but I really miss ya It's been a minute since we spoke, are you okay? How's your day been? Tell me how's your family? It's okay, I know the music's got you crazy Mom asked about you and I told her you were okay Are you? You say we talk all the time But you're never really there when you call in Mind's off somewhere else ooh, 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 I miss you ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh, 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 I miss you ooh, 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 ooh. Saw your Insta picture and I liked it about you all the time do you miss me since you would text you never ready i stopped calling when you stopped answering i just wanted to say hey so hey you say we talk all the time but you're never really there when you call what's on your mind it's off somewhere else Know you're busy, but I really miss ya. It's been a minute since we spoke. Are you okay? In the homeschooling environment, was there a community of other kids who were homeschooled and you all did things together? That's kind of a model that I'm familiar mm -hmm. with yeah. from uh, my nieces and nephews where there were many other homeschooling groups and they would get together to do athletic activities and other things. Was it similar in your setting? For me, we didn't do very many sports, but it's different. Like for the homeschool group she's in now, they do a ton of sports. We both grew up doing this thing called co-op, which is a really weird concept to people who aren't homeschooled. It's like public school, but for homeschoolers, sort of. Explain. <laughs> Explain more, yeah. Yeah, so you go once a week, and it's usually in a church or some sort of building that you, we went at for the week. And we would go, and we'd have classes, like sit-down formal classes, which is a really weird concept for a homeschooler. But we would go and we'd have these classes and we would meet once a week for the lecture and then we'd go home and spend all of the next week doing this, you know, week's worth of homework for the classes. Do you ever think about what kinds of things that you were missing 
in a in sort of in a bigger school environment where they have lots and lots of you know stuff going on and activities and music and yeah what did you think then honestly for me i i did think of that about it a couple of times but for me i just really loved being homeschooled i loved the flexibility of it i was mm. always a very quick learner so i would i would be introduced to this new i guess concept and then i had it like i didn't have to spend forever on it which a lot of my public school friends have told me oh yeah we spent three weeks on that topic, whereas I learned it in a day, and then I could move on because I didn't need to. So for me, that was a very good thing. But the one, the one aspect of homeschooling that I didn't like, because it was different for me than it is for her now, yeah. I always wanted there to be more sports, which there mm -hmm. weren't very many around when I was in school, but there's so many now. So it's definitely changing. When did you discover that you were musically gifted and inclined? Honestly, I've been singing for as long as I can remember. I know my mom says that I was singing before I could talk. I don't know how true that is. I don't remember that, but that's what my mom says. And then my mom and my grandma both worked with me for as long as I can remember, as early on as I can remember. They worked with me on piano, on singing, on hearing harmonies. And my grandma was the first one who started teaching me how to read sheet music. And I took formal lessons later on, but she's the one that really introduced me to the classical world and wanting to learn how to read and play that sort mm. of music. So you are thoroughly trained, you read music, and do you compose as well? I used to a lot more than I do now. Um, I used to really, really love it, but now I just, I mean, I do sometimes when inspiration strikes, but I focus more on lyric writing than classical composition. Huh. This song's for the girl in the corner I can see how her daddy hurt her She keeps her head down so you'll ignore her The broken girl sitting in the corner She knows how to wear a mask She knows how to fake a she knows how to play her part And hold the This song's for the girl with the smile Their fault is every once in a while Makeup can hide the bruises The only love she's ever known is abusive She knows how to wear her mask She knows how to fake a lie She knows how to play her part And let no one see her scars
songs for the lost and hurting Who feel like the nothing These songs for the ones who see Heartbreak and misery Go ahead, take off your mask Love will find you where you're at You don't need to hide your heart Grace will meet you where you are You don't have to try, you don't have to hide anymore called Tired and for me it's a conversational song it's I don't want to say that it's a Christian song because it's not a Christian song but it is a conversational song and this song was written in the form of a prayer and it is very personal to me it kind of highlights you know where I was at the beginning of the song is I was at my very very darkest and then by the end of the song I was able to come to this place of hope and peace and it was very very much of a song of growth for me do you see these heavy weights do you see me trap behind these gates do you see me on my Hear me crying, Father, please. And oh, my heart is tired. Oh, my faith is tired.
Coming up, more Red Barn Radio with Shaylin, recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. We're back with more from Shaylin after this break. This is Red Barn Radio. Welcome back. Tonight, we're with Shaylin, recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. This is Red Barn Radio. talking and staying up all night. Got me smiling, can't even tell you why. You were laughing, but we dance on this fine line. Saying something, it's only one thing on my mind. Hold me tight, look in my eyes Kiss me, I don't care if the world sees Your lips are mine, I'm paralyzed Kiss me, I don't care if the world sees On this fine line Saying something It's only one thing on my mind Hold me tight Look in my eyes Kiss me, I don't care if the world sees Lives on mine, I'm paralyzed Kiss me, I don't care if the world sees Nah, 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 nah You're describing a place for me that probably I'm not I'm not imagining that there were like fiber optics uh, going through and, and cable uh, cable internet and whatnot where you were. Were you without the internet during your uh, teen years? The early teen years, um, we couldn't even get. Um, like the yeah. higher speed internet, we yeah, couldn't get right. that. Yeah, right, cable. Yeah, right. cable. We couldn't get that. We had to get dial up. I remember it would take at least four hours. Again, it was an all day affair. If you wanted to check your email, you had to block out this huge chunk of time just to get on. It was, it was crazy. That's that's one thing I don't miss about living down there. It's, it sounds really glorious to me. Oh. Yeah, more and more, I think parents 
are feeling that their kids are really distracted online and sort of deterred from their goals and whatnot. Do you feel like um, sort of the absence of some of those distractions helped you to achieve some, some goals that you had at a younger age? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because I wasn't able to just, you know, get online and ease my boredom, I really, really mm. started focusing on music. And I, that was my escape, is I would sit down at the piano and I'd write a song. You know, whereas most kids would go online and do whatever. I mm. would sit down at the piano, I'd write a song, or I would try and learn a new instrument, or I'd write. I used to really love writing. So I'd sit down and I'd write a story. So I think definitely the, the absence of that distraction was a good thing for me. It let me be a lot more creative, I think. Music's so loud to drown out the sound of the thoughts spinning around in my head right now. Memories and securities got a hold of me and I can't, no I can't. Can't think, can't seem to do a thing without them whispering lies. So many lies in my ear. So I just sing. Can't see cause your eyes are blind with anxiety. Yeah. Then this persistently chasing me and I can't know. Can't think, can't seem to feel a thing. Loneliness lingering. Why can't it just leave me here? So I just sing. Ooh, I just sing. Ooh, I just sing. I just sing To all my friends I pushed away I'm sorry but you will never know what I face To all my family I looked right in their eyes and lied to I'm sorry I, I never meant to be so difficult To all my demons, my scars, my problems, and my issues These monsters, they mean to keep me hidden in this chasm But I'm moving past it This isn't who I am So I'll just sing Ooh, I'll just sing Ooh, I'll just sing Tell us about you and your, especially your, your cello training. Stephen Schumann. Come from a family of musicians, so um, actually I'll tell a story about why I started because it's funny, although okay. it misrepresents me as a person, but anyway. <laughs> so I was in the fourth grade and I thought orchestra was the dumbest thing. And my sister, who now is a professional violinist in Connecticut, was like, I will pay you $20 to play the cello. And fourth grade me was like, $20? That's a year's salary. So I was like, <laughs> of course. So I started for money, of course, like all musicians. And then in the sixth grade, I was all right. But 
there was this girl in orchestra that I was really uh, into, and I was like, you know what'll impress her is if I learn this song. It's like the it's the Bach cello sweet prelude. Everyone knows the da 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 that thing. Oh, yes. So I went home over spring break, learned it really awfully, and came back and played it for her. So I play the cello for money and to impress girls. <laughs> that's why I started, which. That's not why I continued, but I never really thought of the cello as a chick magnet. You wouldn't, but I um, mean, it it hasn't worked that well either. So, <laughs> unsurprisingly, cello is doing pretty well right now. It is. Do you imagine yourself doing more cello in popular music, or are you headed straight the classical? I'm. Uh, I mean, I'm. I love listening to J.S. Bach, but um, if you watch me play normally, I kind of get crazy. So I I love playing in popular music and just. Uh, kinds of music that you know get your blood moving. I love yeah. incorporating the cello into that, which is not something that typically you see. You know, you see the violin and fiddle and stuff, but um, I don't know. That's just something I love doing with the cello. And people, no one dislikes the cello. You know what I mean? Like you throw yeah. it in any song, and it's like better. Do you follow Ben Soli a little yeah. bit? Yeah, good. I figured. So. Yeah, he's he's great. Our very our very own. We we claim Ben Soli, not Red Barn Radio yeah. per se, but Kentucky. this area. Yeah, Kentucky does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 your brown eyes reflecting the starlight hold me tight like a lifeline. You are my favorite thing. Dancing in the darkness, we make up all the music your eyes are my favorite place to be and do you know after all this time that you still make me nervous the butterflies they come alive at the sound of your name they come away from deep inside and it's something I can't shake. Do you know? You're the first guy to give me butterflies. Do 
started helping lead worship when I was probably 11. We, she and I started at the same time, but she's a lot younger, so her, her starting age is a lot more impressive. I was, I think I was 11 when I first started taking worship, like modern worship music seriously, and I really, really enjoyed that. And so I started playing in that church group, and then when I was 14, I ended up joining this worship band, and we toured for a couple years, and it was, it was that, I think that was the group that got me really serious about worship music and Christian music and singing in that sort of environment. The music that you're playing here, for instance, tonight, you, you mentioned even just a, a couple of songs ago. You said, I wouldn't really call this a Christian song, mm-hmm. but still the song was mm-hmm. in, in very much about your faith. Yeah. Jericho wasn't a preachy song. It drew upon the Bible. Somewhere along the line, you're, in your church, you learned to make, or, or just in your, your faith journey, you learn to make connections between things in the Bible mm-hmm. and um, the real life that we live. I think the church sometimes falls short when it doesn't help young people especially make those connections because mm-hmm. young people, uh, I teach school, young people are always struggling with, with things, their, their identities, social conflict in school, not understanding their parents, and then then you add to that maybe some of the things you've experienced. You, you lost of a friend. You had some struggles in your own family. How has faith, um, you know, played into into your journey? For me, <clears throat> faith has been a really, really huge thing in my life. And again, like going back to how I was homeschooled, being homeschooled allowed me to dive into the Bible at a much earlier age, on a deeper, more intense level than a lot of kids my age were doing in public school because separation of church and state and Mm -hmm. you can't bring God into school. And so even from a very early age, I knew a lot about God. I knew a lot about the Bible and I could, you know, you could ask me basically any Sunday school answer and I would like question, I just rattle the answer right back to you and I knew it, but it didn't become super, super real and tangible for me until I was probably... I want to say 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, everything started making more sense and it started connecting more to my personal life versus just being like, yes, I know that there is a God and I know that he cares about me. But it, it, I was able to look into my own life and see where all of that connected and where it all happened, which was really cool for me, and I was able to take that with me. Why I do what I do is to connect to those who are lost and broken and hurting and truly try and reach them where they are, not expecting them to be perfect or to agree with what I believe in. I just want to reach them and have a conversation with them and say, I've been where you are. I've experienced what you're going through, and I can promise you it does get better. Maybe you'll never believe what I believe, but this is what works for me. This is what's been able to pull me out of the darkness. This is a very personal song for me. I wanted to kind of play with the idea of using the concept of Jericho from the Bible stories, and I wanted to make that personal in my own life. And so I took this concept of Jericho being this huge, massive city of like walls, and I wanted to apply that to my own life in the way that I personally put up all these walls and I don't let people in. Didn't wanna see. Didn't want to feel, didn't want to see, didn't want to deal, didn't want to hurt, didn't want to cry, 
So I build walls to hide behind And you can march them a thousand times Make me sorry about a cry But these walls were my Jericho These walls were my Jericho You could push past my defense But you'd never see them as Behind the layers of Jericho Didn't try to hope Only tried to hide Didn't try to cope Said that I was fine Didn't want to love All I did was run Didn't want to trust Anyone And you could march them a thousand times Make my song you better cry These walls were my Jericho These walls were my Jericho You could push past my defense But you'd never see them as Behind the layers of Jericho over there and really nice the contributions you're making your percussion is great <laughs> thank you you all are four years apart is that right or three years apart? yeah three and a half. yeah at what point in time were you all able to sort of collaborate musically <laughs> and effectively to the point where it was like really uh pleasurable for both of you well Kaya? honestly we started performing together like we started performing together like really early on but it probably didn't sound good until <laughs> i was about eight or ten Kaya Thompson. I started playing drums when I was six, so I would play in my worship band at church sometimes. If they didn't have a drummer, I'd fill in. You mean you actually play a drum okay. set? Yeah, yeah. Nice. This and is just a lot easier to bring. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. Far too few girls, women, 
get into percussion. It's, it's really, really great that you did that. And I, I know it serves you in a lot of ways musically, right? It's do you play other instruments I too? I do, kind yeah. Of? I play piano and guitar. Okay. So. Do the two of you ever co-write songs? We used to all the time, but we're both really busy lately, but we're trying to get back into that. Did you learn that you had an interest in writing too? Very young uh, age, when yeah. When you were young? Yeah, I've uh, always loved writing. I've been more into the songwriting, like lyrically, versus the story writing. Like she always loved to write stories. And I've always been more towards lyrics. So more poetry oriented. Yeah. It was okay. We were in love, laughing together, planning for marriage. It was our fate. We were so young, road trips and letters, singing together. I left my noble at your place on purpose Hoping was in a bag with notes in it But you didn't Whatever happened to long night days times When you didn't pause me like to thank Shaylin and Urbane for being with us this evening. 
Thanks to our volunteers for their help with our production each week, especially Ron Zinka, Will Padgett, Barry Albritton, and Kate Heinonen. Yes, all right. I'm gonna get it after about three times. And a very special thanks to Becky Alfrey for all of her work with social media. We thank you for listening to our webcast, watching us on the Facebook Live, and those listening to us on the Red Barn Network of Stations. We also thank the members of our studio audience for supporting the mission of Red Barn Radio, which strives to present, promote, and preserve the rich musical tradition and artists of this Kentucky region and share this treasure with the world. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Performance Hall at Arts Place in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. Tickets for Red Barn Radio are now available on the web at eventbrite.com Lexington. Who would like to hear one more from Shaylin before we say goodnight? Marshmallows on a campfire, he makes me melt Laughing at those words that I wrote when I was 12 Got me reminiscing on the good days When all we had to worry about was nothing Ooh, yeah, we all grow up in the environment Yeah, I wish we could be kids again Run away, run away Into the woods where the fairies play Amazing jokes and fireflies Close with up to like cut off shorts, holding hands on the fair ride. Got me reminiscing on some old days when all we had to worry about were first days. Ooh, yeah, we all grow up in the embrace. Yeah, I wish we could be kids again. Run away, run away into the woods where the fairies play. Amazing jokes and fireflies. Let up tents and we laugh on. Red Barn Radio would like to thank Shaylin, Kaya, and Stephen for being with us tonight. 
We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. Listen locally. Working in concert to encourage everyone to embrace any opportunity to listen locally and engage with each other in a variety of shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. You can learn more about Listen Locally on Facebook, Instagram, and at listenlocally.net. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. Red Barn Radio's line producer and booking manager is Warren Cobb. We also thank our volunteers. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can attend a Red Barn Radio concert in person. You'll find performance dates and times at redbarnradio.com. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. For more information on the band, they're on the web at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here again on this station next week at this same time as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of VisitLex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, VisitLex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC.